One of the most underappreciated film genres is the genre we know as horror. It is exciting, frightening, and stirs more emotion in us than all other genres put together. During this October season, we will look at the history and development of this wonderful film genre on tonight's Al's Spooky Hollywood Facts, Hollywood Horror Films. The first known horror film released was Le Manoir du Diable, or The House of the Devil. It was released in the United States under the title The Haunted Castle. Despite being more fantasy than horror, this macabre story directed by Cinovation's alum, Georges Méliès, would cement itself in history as the first horror movie. The House of the Devil may have been the first horror movie, but it was not the first feature film and it was missing the key feature of any great horror film, sound. The first feature horror film to also feature sound would be the often forgotten Warner Brothers film 1928's The Terror, not to be confused with the 1920 silent Western film of the same name. The 20s saw many directors adding their own spin to the horror genre. Movies such as Jekyll and Hyde, Nosferatu, and Faust would all create blueprints of fear that later writers and directors would use to create some of the finest pieces of fear-laden art. But it wasn't until 1931 that the horror genre would deliver its most iconic movie to date, a movie whose pop culture impact would continue until today. In 1931, director Todd Browning would reimagine Bram Stoker's classic Dracula and turn it into Universal Pictures' highest grossing horror film. Using the star power of charismatic actor Bela Lugosi, Dracula was created into a smooth-talking womanizer who was able to put any woman under his spell. At the time of Dracula's release, sound in film was in its infancy. There were no rules governing the use of language in films during 1931. This meant that in the early 1930s, many films were depicted with sexual innuendos, mild profanity, illegal drug use, promiscuity, prostitution, infidelity, abortion, intense violence, and homosexuality otherwise known as the fun years. <laughs> yeah, good films. Hollywood refers to these years as the pre-code years. After 1934, the MPPDA enforced the Motion Picture Production Code, which censored all language and sound in movies. The Todd Browning version of Dracula released in 1931 was, at least for a short time, exempt from all censorship rules. When Dracula was re-released several years later, after the Hayes Code was now being enforced, Several scenes needed to be removed from the original film in order to have the reels shown in theaters. And now for a random useless fact within a fact. Hey, Corey, why do they call it the Hayes Code? Uh, the Hayes Code was actually named after the president of the Motion Picture Producers and Distributors of America, uh, Will H. Hayes. He was the president from 1922 to 1945 and was the acting president when they started to enforce the production code, thus naming it the Hayes Code after him. So before the Hayes Code, all those movies were able to say pretty much whatever they wanted. And show whatever they wanted. It was a glorious time for film, Jeff. Yes. And that was an Al's Useless Fact Within a Fact. Back to the show. 
1931, Universal Pictures produced the first talking version of Frankenstein, starring Boris Karloff and Colin Clive. A movie that Bela Lugosi would unsuccessfully lobby for a starring role in, despite his recent Dracula fame. In 1932, Victor Halperin directed the first zombie movie, White Zombie, which would go on to inspire modern horror film directors such as George A. Romero and Rob Zombie. In 1935, Universal Pictures would also release Werewolf of London. This would break ground as the first feature-length werewolf movie to be released. Like all genres, there is definitely an ebb and flow to the genre of horror. Despite the great work created by the filmmakers of the 30s and 40s, most of the next decade's horror movies would be nothing more than B-movies or cheeseball comedies, with the exception of movies such as The Bad Seed and the original House on Haunted Hill. Much of the horror of the 1950s did not live up to the standards set by its predecessor. 1950s horror films would be riddled with genre-warping movies such as the Abbott and Costello Meat series, where the comedy duo would encounter the likes of The Mummy, Frankenstein, and whichever of Universal Pictures' roster of movie monsters they could wrangle up. As the years went on, the movies became less Fright Night and more Saturday morning cartoon, with B-movies like The Creature from the Black Lagoon, Attack of the Giant Leeches, Plan 9 from Outer Space, and The Blob topping marquees. Often when movies fail, television will pick up the slack. This was true even at the advent of television. Starting in 1955, a creepy little English filmmaker known as Alfred Hitchcock would introduce the world to a show known as Alfred Hitchcock Presents. A few years later, a man named Rod Sterling would greatly affect American pop culture with his little television show known as The Twilight Zone. Then in 1960, the genre of horror received a rush of blood. A movie was made about a skinny mama's boy named Norman Bates. In Hitchcock's Psycho, Marion Crane, played by Janet Lee, pulls over to a quiet motel to rest. She's had a hard day of bezeling money from her company. She takes what she thinks will be a long shower. Then, cold water, chocolate syrup, and cinematic history. And now it's time for another Al's Useless Fact Within a Fact. Corey, do you know what movie showed the first toilet and first toilet flushing to an American audience? First flushing of an American toilet? Hmm. Charlie Chaplin's The Cabin, or whatever that movie is. <laughs> it just so happened to be Alfred Hitchcock's Psycho. Oh, no way! I knew that! God damn it! That was... I should have known that. I'm a bad, bad, self-proclaimed film historian. <laughs> <laughs> Alfred Hitchcock's Psycho. First toilet flushing. And first toilet in an American film. Interesting. And that was Al's useless Hollywood fact within a fact. Back to the show. Alfred Hitchcock would be an inspiration for many filmmakers, screenwriters, and even cinematographers for generations. He was an innovator of the genre. But we will talk about that in a later episode. After Alfred Hitchcock, only a few filmmakers in this genre ever would achieve the groundbreaking status of these early pioneers. 
Filmmakers like Wes Craven and John Carpenter have developed characters as iconic as Frankenstein and Dracula, or any other Hollywood spook of classic horror. Characters such as Mike Myers, Jason, and Freddy would usher in a new generation of movie monsters and once again reinvigorate the genre. And thanks to new directors such as Jordan Peele, James Wan, and Eli Roth, the genre of horror will continue to thrive with lasting material. Hey, Corey. Hey, Jeff. <laughs> so I got a new trivia game. Oh, new trivia. Yeah, it's a trivia game for Halloween. Ooh, ooh, spooky trivia. See, the reason is, is because Halloween never includes movies from our generation. The movies of the 90s. You ooh. know, those great movies. Yeah. Like starring. Scream? Yeah, starring those scary characters like Ryan Felipe. Oh, yeah. And Sarah Jessica. No. Sally Jessica. Uh, Sa no. Sarah Michelle Geller. Sarah Michelle Geller. And the horror classic uh, actor John Stewart. Yes. And uh, Nev Campbell. Oh, Nev Campbell. Was like, she was in like four of them. Yeah. And Feruza Balk. Ooh, yeah. Feruza Balk. She's my like, uh, uh, like teenage uh, witch crush. Really? <laughs> yeah, I was down for some Feruza Balk. You know, I never when knew I, that she I was, was a young, in the, a young team. That she was in the uh, the remake of A Wizard of Oz. There was a remake of The Wizard of Oz. Yeah, it was like something like um, The Wiz. No, it wasn't The Wiz. Is <laughs> when she. It's when it's like Return to Oz. Oh, Return. Was she Dorothy? She was Dorothy. Really? In Return to Oz, I never hmm. knew that Feruza Balk was that. Good on you, Feruza. Yeah. Anyway, so. We are going to do some trivia. You can play at home. If you know the movie, please shout it out. We're not going to know because this is being taped before you are answering. But uh, go ahead and tweet us. Tweet us on the Twitters. Send the answers to our Instagram, at SwitchTheEnvelope, or to our Twitter, at SwitchEnvelope. Uh, basically, there's just going to be a bunch of people messaging us how, about how much of an idiot I am. So uh, I'll take cool. it. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. It's rather late when we're recording this and my brain is fried. So bring on the trivia, Jeff. In 1920. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I promise. All of our all right. trivia, all of our trivia has to do with 90s, uh, 90s Halloween movies. Okay, sure. In 1920. <laughs> In 1920, this man played Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. In the original version of Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, his granddaughter starred in this famous scary movie. What is this movie? Oh, I think you're going Lionel Barrymore. Lionel Barrymore? Or what? This is not Lionel. What's his name? Not, not at all Lionel. Barrymore. Drew Barrymore's grandfather and she was in scream nice oh, scream, is that right? from, scream from 1996 stars drew barrymore her father was her father or grandfather not lionel what's his her name <laughs> <laughs> barry barrymore <laughs> no her father was the son of john barrymore john why did it what lionel what the fuck is lionel barrymore the movie, I Know What You Did Last Summer, mm. originally 
released in 1997. It was an mm-hmm. American slasher film directed by Jim Gillespie. Jim Giuseppe. Jim Gillespie, <laughs> starring Ryan Felipe and several other actors. This is an actress who was once on Kids Incorporated. Name that actress. Actress from the fuck? I know what you did last summer? Yes. She was on Kids Incorporated. Name that actress. I don't... The last time I saw I Know What You Did Last Summer was 1997. Uh, This is the one with the, like, the fisherman with the hook. Yes, it is. Yeah. Uh, Ryan Felipe and... Is this where several other actors? Is is this <laughs> is this where he and um, Sarah Michelle Gellar is not the right answer? Is that your answer? <laughs> that would have been all right. Five. I know what you did last summer. Four. Three, I have no idea. Two. One. Jennifer Love Hewitt. That's Jennifer Love Hewitt. Jennifer Love Hewitt. That's right. She was in Kids Incorporated. You're right. In Kids Incorporated, she went as Love Hewitt, not Jennifer Love Hewitt. Yeah, you said uh, Kids Incorporated. All I could think of was Mario Lopez. And you didn't think of Fergie? Oh, and Fergie, yeah. She was Stacy Ferguson. That's right. Yeah. She's or Martika. Before she was Fergalicious. All right. So, 1988 slasher film, just going right down the chronological line. Started in 96 with Scream. 97, we went to, I know what she did last summer. Now we're in 1998. Oh, 1998. Okay. 1998. This is a slasher film starring Jared Leto and Tara Reid. What? <laughs> directed directed by Jamie Blanks and written by Silvio Horta. Jared starring Jared Leto and Tara Reid. From 1998. Jared Leto. See, 1998, so Jared Leto was... 40? It's probably about 40 back then. <laughs> Switches, if you don't know, Jared Leto is uh, has sold his soul, and uh, he's one of those that doesn't age. Like Paul Rudd and Jared Leto, they're much older than you think they are. Look it up. Um, Jared Leto. And who else? Uh, Tara Reid. Tara also has, Reed. I'll, I'll give you one more. It also has Joshua Jackson. I'll give you Joshua Jackson. Is that uh, the Dawson's Creek kid? Yep. Joshua Jackson. Pacey. Is this Urban Legend? Ah, you got it. Nice. Yes. You wouldn't have got it if I hadn't given you Pacey. Ah, well, yeah, Pacey sold it for me. Because it was was either the, like, one of the Final Destination movies (laughs) at this point or or Urban Legends. Because one thing about all these these slasher films from the 90s, every one of them had one of the Dawson's Creek kids in it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Who plays the main lead in the movie The Faculty? The Faculty. Damn. The the only person I can see in the fa- I mean you mentioned Elijah Wood and Selma Hayek so like okay like they that makes sense but god damn it. 5 4 Oh, oh wait, 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 wait. Was it two, um she was in the Fast and the one. Furious movies too. Dude, she was Jordana Brewster. Yeah, Jordana Brewster. Woo! Seriously? Technically, technically, time, time had run out. But oh, fuck! Know, I'll give fuck. it to you. It I'll was there. It to you. It's like dark hair, 
it's like I could see kind of parts of her face. It wasn't it wasn't coming to me. But then uh, it, it was right though. Jordana Brewster. Mm-hmm. Jordana Brewster. Oh, man, she was that the one main. Hurt. She was the chicken Chuck. Man, she plays Jill. <laughs> she does. She's she works a lot, Jeff. Okay, last one. Who is the voice of the killer in the movie Joyride, starring Steve Zahn and Paul Walker? Jeff, I've never seen Joyride. <laughs> well, uh, but I'll take a stab. Let's see here. 2001, killer in the movie Joyride. Um, has this person played a killer before? You already know, yeah. I don't, I don't, I've never seen this movie. If you ask that question, you you know. Well, I mean, it, it doesn't really narrow down a tremendous amount. Uh, as many actors, especially around that area, have had played killers before. Um, Ed Ed Harris. Ed Harris. No, it's, it's actually it's actually. Ted oh Levine. no! Fucking way! Yeah. Oh, that's a good cast. That's a good casting right there. Ted Levine. Yeah. Oh, was she a great big fat person? Hey. Yeah. Candy cane. Candy cane. Yeah, that's a that's a good one. That's a good one. He's the he's the chief of police in Monk. Yeah, I know. And he that's plays he so plays weird. the killer. He plays the killer in a rusty nail in Joyride. Wow, that's actually there's two characters. I should just be just to be you know honest about it. There's two killers in it. There's the guy that actually plays the killer, and there's the guy that has the voice of the killer. Ted Levine is the voice of the killer that you hear the entire movie taunting them over the cb yeah interesting that in 2001 they would make a movie about a cb radio and that's been al's spooky hollywood facts anything else Corey? like and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts if you're on a platform that accepts reviews please add some stars or some thumbs up or whatever and uh leave us a review uh, it helps, but most importantly, you sitting there listening uh, you know, on your treadmill or in your car or in your office right now or your home office as it as it might be, um, you know, tell a tell a friend about us, recommend us to to a friend, and uh, get them to become a switch to switch. And make sure to go out and have a safe and fun Halloween. Stay at home if you need to. Uh, trick or treat inside your house. Watch some scary movies. Enjoy the holidays safely. See you later, Switches. <laughs>